Chapter 8, Traveling with Firearms. As Americans, we are blessed with the constitutional right to own and possess firearms. However, some states have slightly different firearms laws than Florida, while others treat gun owners like criminals. I shouldn't have to tell you how important it is to research the firearms laws of the state you're headed to before crossing state lines. Concealed carry in other states. When you receive your Florida concealed weapons permit, you can carry your firearm concealed in the 37 blue states listed below. This is because, little side note, obviously you don't see anything listed below because this is an audio book. So if you head over to floridaconcealedcarrylaw.com, you'll be able to see this entire map. Back to the book. This is because these states recognize the Florida concealed carry permit and Florida recognizes that state's license. But it does not necessarily mean that the laws are similar. Can you guess whose responsibility it is to know the difference in the law? I'll give you a hint. It's you. States that recognize Florida's concealed permit. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Michigan, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Mexico, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Traveling with a firearm by airplane. I know this sounds really crazy, but it is lawful to travel by air with a firearm. Process is relatively simple, but it does require a little research and pre-planning. TSA's policy. The firearm must be unloaded and placed into a hard plastic or metal case that cannot be easily pried open. The case must be locked with a combination or key lock. It is also important to note that you must have locks for each place your gun case allows them. Firearm magazines, loaded or unloaded, and ammunition must be included with the hard case containing your unloaded firearm. Section 49 of the Code of Federal Regulations, 175.10, states that the ammunition must be packaged in the original packaging, or it must be in a case specifically designed to hold ammunition. Surprisingly, you can travel with up to 11 pounds of ammunition. I'm not sure why or how they came up with that number, but that's the rule. Your airline's policy. You need to research the firearm transportation policies for your airline. Sometimes your airline's policies will be stricter than the TSA guideline. I also recommend that you print a copy of the TSA's firearm transportation policy and your airline's policy before heading to the airport. I have heard countless stories of airline workers not understanding their own policies and calling airport police when someone declares that they have a firearm in their luggage. Laws of your final destination. Finally, you need to research the firearms and ammunition laws of your final destination. 
If you have a Florida concealed weapons permit and you're traveling to a reciprocal state, you know that the process will be easy. However, if your final destination is not a reciprocal state, you need to exercise a lot of caution. California, Illinois, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Massachusetts have some of the strictest firearms laws in the nation, and they love to issue weapon violation fines. Whichever state you're traveling to, make sure you complete your research. Don't wing it. You need to know the laws before your trip begins. If you're traveling outside of the United States, you must research the firearm importation laws of the country you're going to visit, as well as the U.S. Customs and Border Protection guidelines for the temporary exportation of a firearm. Process. When you arrive at the airport, you must immediately declare your firearm to your airline or TSA personnel whichever comes first. The way I do this is by asking for a firearms declaration card. This is a subtle way of informing the individual that I have a firearm. You want to avoid saying something like, I have a gun! Because this could lead to some confusion. Once you declare your firearm and receive your boarding pass, you will be escorted to a TSA inspection area, where one of two things will happen. Either a TSA agent will run your bag through a metal detector and give you the all clear, or the TSA agent will request your keys to unlock and physically inspect your firearm. They will run chemical swabs and ensure the firearm is being transported according to federal law. Once the inspection is complete, you will be free to leave. I'm sure you can understand it's important to give yourself extra time so you don't miss your flight. After your flight, you will pick up your luggage from the baggage service office of your airline. Here, they will verify your ID and release the firearm to you. All in all, the process is pretty simple if you're prepared. Side note here. So again, I travel the country and go to advanced shooting courses all throughout the year. You know, I go to SHOT Show in Las Vegas. Every time I go to these places, I always bring a gun. People get very intimidated by the process. It is very, very simple, but you just need to make sure you know the rules and you give yourself some extra time because let's face it, bad guys are looking for the easy victims. And who is an easier victim than a tourist or somebody that doesn't know the area? That's why you got to carry your gun even when you're traveling. Road trip with firearms. The Firearm Owners Protection Act, or FOIPA, protects lawful firearm owners who are transporting firearms from local authorities who may prohibit passage. 18 U.S.C. 926. Interstate transportation of firearms. Notwithstanding any other provision of any law or any rule or regulation of a state or any political subdivision thereof, any person who is not otherwise prohibited by this chapter from transporting, shipping, or receiving a firearm shall be entitled to transport a firearm for any lawful purpose from any place where he may lawfully possess and carry such firearm to any other place where he may lawfully possess and carry such firearm if, during such transportation, the firearm is unloaded and neither the firearm nor the ammunition being transported is readily accessible or is directly accessible from the passenger compartment of such transporting vehicle, provided 
that in the case of a vehicle without a compartment separate from the driver's compartment, the firearm or ammunition shall be contained in a locked container other than the glove compartment or console. Now, this statute does not stop some states from arresting you for violating state law. New York is notorious for arresting people for violating state law, even though they are in compliance with federal law. My personal opinion is you should verify each anti-American state and jurisdiction's firearm transportation laws before entering one of these states. These anti-American states would include New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Maryland, Connecticut, California, Rhode Island, and Illinois. If you can avoid driving through a state with strict gun laws, you should. In 2018, I received a phone call from a criminal defense attorney in New York City. He informed me that a man who resides in Tampa was just arrested in New York for a weapons violation. He explained to me that this individual traveled to New York by vehicle to visit family, and he brought along his Glock 19 for protection during his road trip. While in New York, he received troubling news and had to hop on a plane and head back to Tampa immediately. He declared his firearm at the airport and was brought into the secondary inspection area. When the TSA agent realized this individual had an unlawful firearm under New York law, he was immediately arrested. I worked with the criminal defense attorney for months, attempting to create a package of firearm safety courses and volunteer opportunities for this individual to complete to avoid a jail sentence. After several months of this, the individual was convicted and sentenced to three years in a New York state prison. Ultimately, this entire situation could have been avoided if he had completed 10 minutes worth of research. He would have known that what he was doing was unlawful. But because he decided to wing it, he's sitting in a cage. Please learn from his mistake and develop a strong understanding of the firearms laws for each state you intend to visit before you enter. How to prepare for your trip. As you're planning for your trip, it's imperative to research the firearms laws for each state you will enter. Thankfully, there are several online websites available to assist you with this. NRA slash LIA.com. This is the NRA's legal website. It provides an overview of firearms laws, but the information is not very detailed. Handgunlaw.us. This is a private website that provides detailed information on firearm law. The site is of inferior quality, but the data appears to be good. U.S. Concealed Carry Association, USCCA. The USCCA has a fantastic tool that allows you to select each state and view a good portion of that state's laws. FloridaConcealedCarryLaw.com Click the Reciprocal States button. On this page, we provide links to every state's laws on firearms, as well as additional resources to help you in your research. Researching state laws is not easy. It will take some reading and searching to find the answers you're looking for. However, taking a little time now will prevent major problems later on. Research you must complete. 
Here is a list of questions you must find the answers to before entering a new state. Number one, what are the requirements for transporting a firearm through this state? Number two, is my firearm lawful to possess in this state? Number three, is hollow point ammunition allowed in this state? Number four, what places am I prohibited from carrying concealed? Number five, can I carry in a restaurant that serves alcohol? Number six, what are the state requirements if stopped by the police? Number seven, what firearms or weapons can I lawfully carry concealed? Number eight, what are the laws on the use of deadly force? Number nine, do I have to obey no guns allowed signs at a business? Number 10, if traveling with multiple firearms, how do non-concealed firearms need to be stored in my vehicle? Number 11, does this state have a stand your ground provision? What are the rules? Number 12, does this state have a castle doctrine? What are the rules? Number 13, does this state have a retreat rule? Number 14, does this state have a preemption law? Transporting a firearm within Florida. Florida Statute 790.25, subsection 5, possession in private conveyance. It is lawful and is not a violation for a person 18 years of age or older to possess a concealed firearm or other weapon for self-defense or other lawful purpose within the interior of a private conveyance without a license if the firearm or other weapon is securely encased or is otherwise not readily accessible for immediate use. According to this statute, it is lawful for an individual to have a firearm in a vehicle without a concealed weapons permit. The firearm can be loaded or unloaded and located anywhere in the vehicle as long as the firearm is securely encased or not readily accessible for immediate use. If you notice, the statute says your firearm must be securely encased or not readily accessible. You can follow one or the other, but you're not required to do both. Florida statutes define these two terms as securely encased means in a glove compartment, whether or not locked, snapped in a holster, in a gun case, whether or not locked, in a zippered gun case, or in a closed box or container, which requires a lid or cover to be open for access. Readily accessible for immediate use means that a firearm or other weapon is carried on the person or within such close proximity and in such a manner that it can be retrieved and used as easily and quickly as if carried on the person. If you are driving to a shooting range and placed an AR-15 behind the driver's seat and not in a gun case, this would be a violation because the rifle is readily accessible and is not securely encased. However, if the rifle is locked in the trunk, this is not a violation. You need to understand these rules because a lot of police officers don't, and you may get arrested or harassed by an uninformed law enforcement officer. What to do if stopped by police? 
Getting pulled over is already a stressful process, and having a gun in the car brings stress to a whole new level. Many states require you to immediately notify a law enforcement officer that you have a firearm. In the state of Florida, we are not required to tell police about our firearm unless they ask. I don't want an officer to see my firearm or my concealed carry permit and get scared. So I always disclose the fact that I have a gun immediately. Would you agree with me that there is a right way and a wrong way to tell the police that you have a gun? If you're rude, aggressive, and disobey a direct order from the police, is this situation ever going to end in a positive way? No, it will not. The right way to inform an officer that you have a gun is to first understand that you are going to raise the officer's stress level the moment you tell them you have a gun. My goal is to lower their stress level before I tell them about my firearm. How do we lower their stress? It starts by pulling over immediately, turning your car off, rolling your windows down, and sitting still with your hands on the wheel. What's the first thing the officer asks when they approach your window? License and registration. Don't hand them anything. Respond by saying, yes, sir, or yes, ma'am. But first, I just want to inform you that I have a concealed carry permit and I have a firearm. The officer will ask you where the gun is located and you should tell them. Side note, You need to tell the officer where your gun is located without moving your hands. That's the issue that a lot of people have. They will direct and try to point with their fingers where the gun is, but that cop doesn't know you. You just told him that you had a gun, and now it appears that you're reaching for it, and this is how people get shot. So be very cautious and just be prepared. Then I'll ask the officer, what would you like me to do with the firearm? Most of the time, the officer will say, just don't touch it. One time, I had an officer ask me to get out of the vehicle, so I did. He took the firearm from me, unloaded it, and placed it in the trunk of my car. Do you think this pissed me off? Of course not. All I want is for the officer to feel safe and for me to be safe so that I can move on with my day. Even if I was pissed off, is it smart to let the officer know that? Of course not. Most police will treat you the way you deserve to be treated. If you are polite and respectful, you will be treated with respect back. If you're rude and disrespectful and argumentative, there's a good chance you're going to find out what pavement tastes like.